The last thing we were discussing was Yebama uh, is not supposed to get a Yibum or Halitza within the first three months. We want to know who the child comes from. And we spent the entire Mem Aleph Amud Bet discussing why a Halitza couldn't work in the first three months. Then we had another Gemara explaining who she eating from after those three months are up. Right? And now we're at the bottom of Mem Aleph Amud Bet. She got a halitza within the first three months. She has to wait those three months. But if uh, she got a halitza after three months, so on day 92 she gets a halitza, for example. She doesn't have to wait from the halitza, or she could get married right away. So what do you learn from here? The three months is from when the uh, when the husband dies and not from when the halitza happens. And Tosafot explains the reason you don't have to wait another three months. I mean, you would think it's like a regular uh, Girushin or something. Why do you have to wait 33 months? Because the halitza is the biggest proof that they weren't together. Now the Gemara asks, Umay shana get? Why is it uh, different than the get situation? There was Mahlok at uh, Rav and Shmuel. The Rav Amar, Mishat Netina, that she has to wait three months from when they give her the get, even though they weren't together, he's in a different country. Ushmuel Amar, Mishat Ketiva, from when they wrote the get. And I guess, at least according to Rav, uh, she, from the Halitza, she should wait three months. Amar Rava, Kalva Homer, there's a Kalva Homer from uh, Yibum. Isur Karet, Hitarta, you're allowed a isur karet, the hot eshet achiv. You're allowed three months after death isur lav to be with the halutza. Three months after death, it should be a koshek and it should be allowed. And Tosfot adds, if you don't allow it after exactly three months to get married the next day after halutza, people are going to laugh. They're going to say this is one big joke. Now the Gemara continues going back to the Mishnah, all the other ladies, they shouldn't get engaged, they shouldn't uh, get married until they have their three months. Now we understand the Yebama because we want to try to figure out who the baby belongs to, the first husband, the second husband. The rest of the ladies, why do they have to wait? Hashem wants to be your God and your Zaracha. And we were Doresh that uh, Hashem wants us to be uh, to be connected to our fathers. We want to want to make sure we know our lineage. We want to know who's, uh, which child you belong to. That's important in, uh, in our religion. Mativ Rabba, Rabba asks from Abraita. Even though they're married and they're coming in, and now the hacha, what are we trying to figure out over here? We know who who the who the father is. Sigma explains, no, there is a reason why. We want to know which child was uh, was conceived and which one was not. Rabba Amar now Rabba explains what's so what's the reason every lady needs to wait uh, three months? The whole bunch of gezerot now. One is gezerah shemeisa. One uh, this uh, this child 
might uh, you know he's going to say he belongs to the first uh, for the first uh, husband. Really, he belongs to the, really he's uh, the son of the second husband, and he's going to come to marry a hotome aviv. The second husband has a daughter from a different marriage. Which should be mutar. He's going to say, "I belong to the first, uh, fa- the first uh, husband," and uh, meanwhile, he really from the second husband. And now he's going to marry his uh, sister from his father. Another one. Ve'yabim eshet achiv meimo, and also number two, he's going to be meyabim eshet achiv meimo. He's going to say he's uh, the the the. He's going to go with the fact that he's the son of the second uh, husband. And he's going to come and let's say he has a brother afterwards. Um, and then that brother passes away with no kids. He's going to come to Yibu. Meanwhile, he's really the, the he's really not, he's really uh, the son of the first uh, husband. And he's going to do Yibum to Ahmed uh, not Ahmed Aviv. That's to another one is Veyotziet Imo Lashuk. Or the second husband is going to pass away, and everyone's going to think that uh, he this is the child of the second husband. Meanwhile, he's really the the the, the son of the first uh, husband, and they're going to say she's allowed to get married. And that's so that's number that's number three, and number three uh, four is If that that second couple, the I guess the brother and the, the mother, they they're together and they have a second child. They're going to say that he, that this uh, person who's alive is from the first husband. And uh, this Yebama is going to say, okay, there's no brothers and she's free to go. And she's going to be really be Mutalashuk when in fact she's Hayav Yibum to this person. So you really have four reasons. He's giving you four possibilities of things that could go wrong if you don't wait these three months. And uh, she explains the same, uh, same idea more or less would be with uh, Gerut. If uh, he's born from, uh, you know, if he's conceived before uh, they became converts, and then after they converted, he was born, and they, and then they, his parents have a second child, and that second boy, now they're brothers, a second boy gets married, doesn't have kids, and now this guy comes to do a yiboom with that uh, girl thinking he was born, uh, you know, he that he was conceived Biktusha. Meanwhile, it was really Horatoshe Lo Biktusha. And what would be the name of Kamina is we, that uh, Stam, uh, Stam, not Jewish ladies, are Mezana. And, that, and uh, that's not their real father. That means they're only brothers through the same mother, not through the same father. And it could be, ends up being with Eshet Ahiv Me'imo. That's a problem. Mativ Rav Hanania. Rav Hanania now asks Rava, Bechulan, and now we have, in all these cases, we learned, in all these cases, Rahamim say out away three months, right? It's just so they don't they, they should there shouldn't be a problem with uh afterwards. They shouldn't marry the wrong person. Vikhan over here we're saying Mishum Takanat Valad or just to, to find out if he's uh, if uh, you know we want to try to fix the Valad to find out what says Yahus. Ve'im ita, and if it's like what Rava is saying in all his four cases, Mishum Takanat Everything has to do with takanat arva. Nothing has to do with trying to figure out what yehus is, right? Because in each one of those cases, we're worried something might go wrong. Arva, wise he might marry someone who he's not allowed to marry. 
So the, the Gemara explains, No, in all these cases, what's the takana of the arva? What, what, what's the takana of the valad? We're trying to figure out who the valad belongs to, so he doesn't get an arva, meaning it's all connected. Now the Gemara asks a question, why do I have to wait three months? Why three full months? Two months, I understand why not. The Hainu Sefeka, because what's the Sefek? If he's nine months to the first guy, or the seven, or he's a seven month old, uh, he was born after seven months of pregnancy, the second husband. Let her wait one month. And watch. Now, if she, if she gives birth after seven months, then we know hi bashivale batra he's he's the seven months from the from the second one veilatmania yalda and if it's uh, if it's born after eight months of pregnancy what's it, what what really went on hi batishale kamahu he's really uh, a nine he was born after nine months from the first husband Nigma explains well you can't say that inhami litmania yalda because if she really gave birth after eight months Maybe he's from the second husband. Listen, it took them time to get pregnant. She didn't get pregnant right away. It took her a month to get pregnant. And then and she had a seventh, uh, she had a seven month pregnancy. And that's the, it's the son of the second child. So we really don't know. And she adds, you could also say he was born after seven months and, uh, and uh, he was born one month before he was. She was pregnant one month before uh, her husband uh, passed away. Now the Gemara asks, Let her, you know, let her uh, wait two and a half months, not three months, two and a half, uh, and she let her get married. Because she was born after seven months. Hi bar shivale batrau. He's after he's seven months to the second husband. Ve'ilish shitau palgayalda. And if she gives birth after six and a half months, hi bar tishale kamahu. He's a nine. He was born after nine months from the first uh, husband. The e bar batrau because if he's from the second husband, bar shitau palgalo. Hiya six and a half uh, months of pregnancy doesn't live. Kamara answers inami the shitau palgayalda. You could even say that after six and a half she gave birth. You could even say if it was the second husband. Why? Even according to the one who says a lady who gives birth at nine full months, she doesn't give uh, uh, part-time months. Meaning it's not seven full months with a couple days from this month, couple days from that month. No. Even according to that person, you need full, nine full months. Right, a lady who gives birth after seven months, it could really be five full months and a month here and month here. How do we know that? By, by, at the end of seasons and days. Now, the least amount of tekufot, tekufot is a season, three months, shtaim, so that's six months. Mi'ut yamim, shtaim, which is uh, two, uh, two days. So you see that even after uh, after six months, even if she gives birth at seven months, she could really give birth at uh, six months and two days, not five, like I said before, six and two, and two days. So now the Gemara asks, Vitamin, Vitamin, Mashu, Vitinase. 
Let her wait a little bit, uh, let's say a week or two. Let her get married right away to the second one. And after uh, three months, let her check uh, to see if she's pregnant. The Gemara had a system of checking uh, by her chest area to see if she was pregnant. And this way we could figure out. So we'll wait, let's say, uh, two months and a week. If you see if you see she's pregnant, that means it's from the first husband. Number one, we don't check the ladies, uh, the married ladies. If you have rabbis going around checking you and checking you and checking you, and every time checking, it's it's constant worry. The husband won't uh, like him anymore. So let's uh, let's have her walk on uh, soft ground, and if uh, and if she's a little bit heavier, you know she's pregnant. She'll figure out a way. To be a little bit uh, lighter this way, so uh, why? Why? Because she wants this baby to be part of the second, uh, to be considered part from the second husband. So this way, he'll be able to get a yerusha from the second husband. The first husband already died with nothing. So now the Gemara asks, Let's say we know for sure she's pregnant. Tinase. Right, let her, let her get married. Why do we say that if a person is not allowed to marry um, a, a, a lady who's pregnant from another man or a lady who's nursing from another man the first two years, and if he did, you have to give her a divorce and never bring her back. So the Gemara explains, What might happen? She might get pregnant again. And uh, the second baby might come to push around the second baby and hurt the second baby. So the Gemara asks back, Ihachi dide nami. A, per- a person with his own child should not be able to be uh, with uh, with his wife. So the Gemara explains, Some say that a lady who's pregnant or nursing, she should be able to uh, to to use a moch, something, some sort of contracepting idea. Therefore, she could use bemoch. There's another mandama that says Hashem will make sure that nothing happens to that baby. So over here you can also say Minasham So the Gemara explains, okay, Hachanami. If she married, what's the marry with the first? What's if it's her own husband? What's it make a difference if it's a second husband? Hachanami, second husband should be able to marry her, and we could say And either they could use some sort of birth control, or you could say they'll have Rahmanut, also from the second husband. Rather, we're going to say that the second husband might uh, push her. So the Gemara asks, By Hib's case, also he shouldn't do a Be'ilah. Why? Because you could also uh, push the child. No, his own child is going to have Rahmanut. So the Gemara explains, well, uh, also the guy who's with the Me'uberet Havero, also he's going to have Rahmanut and not try to kill, kill the kid. Rather, no, it has nothing to do with the man. A lady who's pregnant, she wants to nurse the child. And what are we worried about? She might get pregnant from the second one. So what's going to happen? She'll have a child, right? Nothing, no, no problem. A month later, two months later, they're going to be with each other. And uh, well, she's going to get pregnant again. And that milk that she was supposed to give the first child is going to go away. And, she's, and that kid's going to die from hunger. 
So Gemara asks, Ihachi, did they not? So same idea with them. They shouldn't be with each other. Also, afterwards, she might get pregnant again. And then she said, Dide le Well, if it was it's her own husband, they could always, you know, they could uh, they could give him eggs, they could give him milk, uh, the regular milk, not the not nursing milk, or uh, formula or whatever it would be, right? Okay, from the second uh, husband, also you could uh, give from the second, you could give that child the eggs and milk and whatever. The Gemara explains, uh, the second husband won't give her money to go get the uh, eggs and milk for this, for this uh, child from that's not his. The Gemara explains, she should go to the Yoshim of her husband and say, listen, this is your, uh, your brother's kid, uh, feed him. Ladies embarrassed to go to Betin to Bito Vamezonot from the first Yoshim. She'll kill her husband, her child uh, through starvation. Now, the Rashba, in the name of the Rabotin Matsarfotim and the Ritva, in the name of Rabbeinu Shimshon, explained that only an Almana is embarrassed to go to the Yoshim. But a Gerusha, she's gonna just couldn't go to that uh, that husband and say, "Listen, your child needs to eat. Uh, give me money." So that this would only apply with an almana. Now, Rabenu Tam and Ahai in the Shiltot, he explains that even a Gerusha should not get married right away because she she'd also be you know she has to she's not gonna actually go to court herself. She has to hire a lawyer. A lawyer is going to come to Betina. That's too much for her, and and then she won't do it. Uh, not the quote unquote deal with the headache. And uh, she would kill the kid out of starvation. So now the Gemara continues. Ahat betulot, vahad betulot, hanesot, vahad arusot. Right? That's in the Mishnah. So the Gemara asks, wait a second. Hey, nihu, who are these betulot, vahenu arusot, and who is these arusot that you're talking about? Aren't we talking about the same lady, a betulan, arusa? Hey, nihu be'ulot, vahenu nisuot. What's the difference between be'ulan and nisuot? And isn't that the same idea? Amar Biuda, no, no, we're not trying to separate it. Ella, this is what we're trying to say. Hachik Amar, Ahad Betulot, Vahad Be'ulot. Whether they're Betulot or Be'ulot, Shinit Armelu, whether they were widowed or Shinit Gashu divorced, Ben Mina Irusin is the Betulot, Ben Mina Isuin is the Be'ulot. So the Gemara asks a story. Rabbi Azar did not go to the Beit Midrash one day. He saw Rabbi Asi. What was the halacha we were discussing in the Beit Midrash? Halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, that a, ma- a lady uh, who was married, uh, she and she became uh, she became widowed. She should get engaged, and those who were engaged who became widowed should get married. They, we we don't wait. They don't. These two cases. Cases don't have to wait three months. So now we want to be midayek miklal di hidaa paligale. The Tanakama who argues on Rabbi Yossi was only one Tana. He wasn't a Rabim because otherwise Rabbi Hanan wouldn't be posek like Rabbi Yossi. So the Gemara explains, yes, yeah, yes, it was a Yahid. What's the proof? You had this lady. She's constantly going to her parents' house, right? Uh, and you know she's uh, meaning she's never with her husband. She's always sleeping by her parents. She's fighting with her husband for months, and you know that she she's not pregnant. Or he was in jail. He was old and he couldn't have children. She was sick and she couldn't be. Or she had a miscarriage after her husband died, and it's pretty obvious it's not from 
him. Or we know that she can't have children. That doesn't have, uh, that can't get pregnant. Or I learn it, or we she doesn't have a simanim of a woman. Or she she can't have uh, children because she had I don't know she drank something or she had her tubes tied or someone something like that, right? She had a drink that makes her not have children anymore. Now in all these cases, she's for sure not meoberet. says standard three months everyone. Rabbi Yehuda matir. Rabbi Uda, he allows uh, to, to get married right away in all these cases. So you see that the, the person who's arguing on Rabbi Yossi in our Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, and of and our Tana was posek like Rabbi Yossi who would argue on uh, on Rabbi Meir. Amar Aba Hazarbo Rabbi Hanan. Really, um, Rabbi Hanan went uh, he he went back on his psak like Rabbi Yossi. And rather, he ended up being posek like Rabbi Meir, that you have to wait three months. Amar of Yosef, if he did go back, why did he go back? Because we have a Mishnah of something we learned in Yavne. Every lady has to wait three months. Doesn't make a difference who it is. Doesn't make a difference what's the story. And the halakha is like that, Tana, like, like Rabbi Meir, and not like Rabbi Yossi. And therefore, Rabbi Hanan, if Rabbi Hanan went back, it's because of that. When you go in front of Rabbi Abu, ask him like this. Did Rabbi Hanan really say halakha like Rabbi Yossi? Halakha is like a stam mishnah. And we have a stam mishnah that says, Kol anashim lo yinasu velo yitasu at sheyehu be'elahem shalosha hodashim ahadot v'halbe'olot. So on one hand, you have Rabbi Yohanan who says like Rabbi Yossi, but on the other hand, we have Islam Mishnah that uh, three month is standard, and uh, there was no Tana who argued over there. Amale Rabbi Zereika told Rabbi Yirmiyah, however, asked this question, Lo hash he's not even paying attention to what he's grinding, meaning he doesn't even know what he's talking about. It becomes a Islam Mishnah, and then there's a Mahloket, and we don't hold like that Islam Mishnah. If there's a machloket in one uh, Mishnah, and then there's a stam in the next Mishnah, because I guess the second Mishnah proves that that's the halacha. Stam v'achakach machloket in halacha kistam. And halacha, you can't go by the first Mishnah. By the way, she explained that's only dafka in the same masechet or in the same seder, but from one seder to the other, you can't uh, say that. And Tosafot argues, he says it really could go on anywhere in Shas, and Halachale Maase, it becomes a big Mahloket. Uh, the Reef and the Rosh say it's a regular, it becomes like any other Safek that we have. That if it's a Deoraita, we got Humrah, Rabbanan, Kula, and you have the Rashbau says that this time is, uh, uh, it's not Halacha. However, you do have uh, this uh, Rabim versus Yahid uh, business to look into whenever you have this type of case. And this is a mahloket, how to be posek halacha in general. Um, do we do we follow the regular uh, rules of psikahat halacha or not? Is a mahloket between uh, the rishonim and exactly how to be posek. But I, I don't want to go into it because it's gonna it's gonna veer us off of uh, pshat of what's the continuation of the gemara.
but very interesting sugya to look into of of stam hakach machlokes machlokes and hakach stam. Now the Gemara is going to go into a whole bunch of cases like this. So mistamich veazil Rabbi Abhu akatfed Rabbi Nachum Shamai. So Rabbi Abhu was leaning on Rabbi Abhu was leaning on Rabbi Nachum his his shamash. And Rabbi Nahum, you know, never wasting a second, was asking a whole bunch of questions of uh, halacha uh, while uh, while walking with Rabbi Abu. He said, listen, if we have a machloket in one Mishnah, then it's time in the next one. Who are we posek like? We go by like the halacha, like the stam Mishnah. Okay, what about the opposite? Stam v'hakach machloket mai. Amar le, so Rabbi Abu told him, "En alacha kestam." Alacha is not like the stam. So then he continued, "Stama de matnitin." You have a stam in the Mishnah, umachloket baberaita mai, and you have a machloket in the Braita. Amar le, alacha kestam. We go by the halacha like the stam. What? So he continued asking them. Okay, what about the opposite? Machloket be matnitin. Machloket in the Mishnah, ustama Braita mai, and Braita we have a, we have one one uh, view. Amadir Rabbi Abu answered him, "Vechir Rabbi lo If Rabbi who set up the Mishnah, who is the Rabbi of Rabbi Chaya, Rabbi Chaya, the student Minayin lo had he know that's the halacha. Meaning, if Rabbi if if Rabbi if Rabbi didn't know it, how did Rabbi Chaya know? Because we're all really going to technically agree that a Brayta versus Mishnah means nothing. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.